0: some of you guys come sure. over here and say making balance a the bill you know rahim walhamdulillah was salatu was salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man tamassaka bi sunnatihi bi ihsan ila yawmiddin amma ba after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the messenger alayhi salatu and upon his family, his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day to proceed, ikhwan ma yanfa'una wa وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ وَرَبِّ Allah, we ask that you teach us that which will benefit us. And that you benefit us with that which you have taught us. And that you increase all of us upon knowledge. And all the praise belong to Allah, the Lord of all the worlds. The Lord of all the worlds. طَيْبْ To proceed, يا إخوان. مَعَكُمْ فِي اللَّيْلَةِ الْمُبَارَكَةِ عَوْنًا مِنَ الرَّحْمَنِ So we continue... In this blessed and noble night of ours, seeking the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. As we continue to learn from the science of al the science of belief, the science of belief. Yeah, yes. ah, my question was, what's the book that we're studying tonight, Ekhwan? And one of the brothers he said, to another at to Anna. So I was in error. I thought tonight was Aqida class. What's tonight, Ekhwan? Wednesday. What's tomorrow's class? Jamila. So, the book we're studying from is Usul at Tafsir. Usul at Tafsir. So, I mentioned, and I wasn't ever there, tonight we're studying the science of Aqeedah. That's tomorrow. Tonight we're studying the science of Tafsir. The science of Tafsir. This question is for who? Alhamdulillah, we have some new brothers tonight. Alhamdulillah. Daftaran wa insha'Allah So to our new brothers and we have some new sisters there. Uh, everyone grab a book, a notebook, or some paper, something to write with, inshaAllah ta'ala. So you can write down the benefits. ان شاء الله تعالى فانا انصح نفسي وياكم ان لا تدرسوا في اي في اي درس ما في دوني الاستعدادات ابدا لا في الجامعة لا في المدرسة لا في اي درس ما لا تحضر ولا تجلس في درس ما da الاستعدادات and i advise myself as well as my brothers and my sisters don't come to new class whether it's in the masjid, it's in the high school, or some of you are in the college, or some of you are younger than that in the middle school. Any lesson, yes. One, don't come to the class without being prepared. Don't come to the class without something to write on, something to write with. Mahma Kana No matter the level of your memorization, no matter how fast you can memorize, the strength of your memorization, we still have to write we still have to write the benefits all of us forget from time to time even myself أنرجع إليها. أنرجع إليها. so we write down the benefits and they're preserved on my iPhone like iPhone on my Samsung that's better in my opinion Alhamdulillah. <laughs> or my device, or my laptop, or whatever I use. That's okay. If I have it preserved, if I forget, I can always go back to it. I can always go back to it. Man a haadha, who used to say this, ya akhwa? Qayyidu al-ilma bil-kitaba. Preserve the knowledge by writing it down. Ali ibn Abi Talib, I sent. fafihi atashji'i li In this statement, is the encouragement to preserve the knowledge, to write down the benefits. To write them down. And then after writing the benefits down, we take our notebooks and just throw them somewhere. No, we have to take some time to go back over the knowledge. Take some time to refresh the knowledge. This is for one of our sisters what science what knowledge is the best knowledge the most honorable of knowledge knowledge of what huh one of our sisters who can answer what's the best knowledge to study knowledge with the best science knowledge of what uh Tonight our sisters travel. Knowledge of tafsir our sent. Tapsi. they came back. One of, our, one of our new brothers. Who's one of our new brothers? What class is tonight? Science of what? Tapsi. I sent. What's your name, man? Huh? I said that right? Yeah. If I said it wrong, you could tell me. And for those brothers following online, the title was incorrect. I'll correct it after class, inshallah. ta'ala. tafsir. As this is the science of tafsir, And I believe I wrote the science of Aqidah tonight. So that's a mistake on my part. I'll correct it inshallah after the class. The Qur'an is the verbal noun of what verb? Qur'an is derived from what verb? We learn two verbs. Ah. Who can help him out? Father. Qara'a and Tala. Qara'a and Tala. Ain't a doctor. Where's your notebook? Jamila. Accent. Ta'ir. Ta'alamna ayda Ma'na al Quran fi shari'. We also learned the meaning of the Quran religiously. What does it mean, Quran? In the religion of the Muslims. What's the meaning of the Qur'an? One of our sisters. What's the meaning of the Qur'an? Ah. Oh yeah, one of our brothers. What's the meaning of Qur'an? Falla. That's the word of Allah sent down to the Prophet Alright, The word of Allah, Kalam Allah, Munazzalun ala nabihi Muhammadin Alaihi salatu Salaam. The Word of Allah that has been sent down upon His Messenger Muhammad عليه هل نؤمن بأن كلام لا مخلوق Do we believe that the Quran is created? Yeah, no. الجواب لا The answer is no مخلوق, If we say the Quran is created, who else are we saying is created? Allah. Allah. And that's disbelief. And Allah ta'ala For a servant to believe that the creator is created. How could the creator be created? He wouldn't be the creator if he was created. And that belief is a belief of falsehood. A belief of disbelief. Wa أن القرآن الله ta'ala we also learn that the quran has been protected by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala سؤال question لماذا lam الله تعالى الكتب question why didn't allah protect the earlier divine holy books why didn't he protect the torah and the injil and the suhufat musa wa ibrahima and the zabur why didn't Allah protect those books? Allah, Allah A'lam. only Allah knows. Had them in Allah. <laughs> Allah Taala not protecting those books is from the wisdom of Allah. <laughs> Write this principle down, ye Write this principle down. <laughs> Min of لا hikmah. Every action Every action From the actions of Allah There is wisdom in it لِكُلِّ فِعْلٍ مِنْ أَفْعَالِ لَا حكمة. In every action From the actions of Allah Is wisdom يَعْلَمُهَا مَنْ يَعْلَمُ yajhalu عَنْهَ عَنْهَا مَنْ yajhalu عَنْهَا the one who knows it, knows it. And the one who is ignorant of it, is ignorant of it. We'll say that again. For every action, from the actions of Allah, there is wisdom. Ya'lamuha man ya'lamuha, wa yajhalu The one who knows it, knows it. And the one who does not know it, does not know it. And every action of Allah is wisdom. Every action. Whether I know the wisdom or not. What's the wisdom that Allah did not protect those holy books? Those previous books? Allah I don't know. We don't know. We don't have no knowledge of that. But is there wisdom? Yes. لِكُلِّ مَنَ اللَّهِ Write that down ya, Every action from the actions of Allah is wisdom. Whoever knows this wisdom knows it. And whoever does not know this wisdom does not know it. <laughs> A man can marry how many women? Four. Not six. Not seven. Al Mara La an la illa A woman is not allowed for her except to marry how many men? One. لِلْرُجَالَ أَرَبَعْ وَلِلْمَرْأَ وَاحِدْ لماذا? Why is it like that? Why can a man marry four and a woman can only marry one? حكمة الله It's from the wisdom of Allah ما عندنا دليل على لماذا أعطى الله تعالى الرجل من أربع وأعطى المرأة من الرجل واحد لا ما عندنا علم عن هذا الحكمة عند الله الحكمة عند الله We don't have no knowledge why, out of all the number, Allah allow four for the man, why not five, why not six, why not ten, why not thirty, why not a hundred, why not, how many, why not two hundred, why not a thousand, why not seven, why not, and for the woman, he only allowed one, why not two men, why not three husbands, Why? Allah only allowed one, why do, why is it like that? Only Allah knows, that's from the wisdom of Allah, that's from the wisdom. Of Allah Is it allowed For one culture man Or one man from one race To marry another woman From another race This man is a white man He's a white man Is it allowed for this white man To marry this Arab woman Is it allowed in Islam The answer is yes al Mara Pakistani. Is it allowed for this black woman to marry this Pakistani man? Can those races mix? The answer is yes. Why is it like that? It's from the wisdom of Allah. Some people believe it's better not to mix the races. Some people believe that. If you're black, you should marry a black man. If you're white, you should marry a white man. You're African, you should marry an African woman. You're a Pakistani, you should marry a Pakistani man. You're, some people say that. Islam doesn't say that. That's from the wisdom of Allah. You can marry whoever you wish. As long as they agree. Their brother's gonna say, I can marry anybody I wish. I, I can force her. No, no, you can't force her. She has to agree. and They have to be Muslim. They have to be Muslim. The woman... That's another example The woman, she can only marry one type of man One type What's this type of man? Muslim. A Muslim The Muslim man can marry three types of women What are they? Muslim women, Jewish women, and a Christian woman. This is allowed. There are some conditions, but it's allowed. Why is it like that? Why can the man choose three? The Muslim woman and she's the best. The Christian woman, the Jewish woman. Why is it like that? And the woman can only choose one type of man. Why is it like that? It's from the wisdom of Allah. For whatever reason, Allah didn't tell us why. The Prophet didn't tell us why. Some scholars they say, some scholars they say, لكل سيارة سائق واحد. وفي هو الرجل. Some scholars they say, every car has one driver. No car, you never see a car in NASCAR, in Indy, you know Indy. You guys, they have Indy and in Somalia. You guys watch the, I like that, ya, yeah, When the the cars they race around the track, 500, 300 times, mashallah. You guys don't watch that. NASCAR. It's addictive it's boring, but it's addictive, ya I don't know how I like cars going around 400 times, 500 times, but if you watch it, it's addictive, alhamdulillah. <laughs> At any rate, every car has one steering wheel. You're never gonna find a car with two steering wheels. Yes, the people on the passenger side usually try to tell you how to drive, yes. but who But he's not driving. Usually there's one driver. And usually he's the man, usually. So the scholars, they say, the woman uh, أكثر النساء يتبعنا الرجل وهذا صحيح Usually, this is not every instance, not every case Don't misunderstand Usually, the woman follows the man هذا في الأغلبية That's usual. إذا هو يقرأ ويستفيد من القرآن مثلا هي تستفيد في الأغلبية Usually, if the man studies and seeks knowledge studies Qur'an, usually the woman follows. She's religious also, mashallah. Usually. Usually. If he's Muslim, the woman follows him. If he's a Christian, usually she follows him. If he's a Jew, usually she follows him. So Islam says, since that's usually the case, we will lose our Muslim women. If the average woman follows the man, and she marries a Christian man, and he's Christian, then she's going to get to ba'uhu fi then she's going to follow him upon his religion. So that's one of the reasons it's not allowed. But the wisdom of that is with Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anyone has anything to mention? Any questions or so thus far? Fadda. Allah, the Muslim man can marry a Jew or a Christian mm. whatever he moral command is stay within. They are sent. Hadha jaiz ya akhwan. Ma ma'ana jaiz? That's allowed. the mubah. It's allowed to marry a Jewish woman or a Christian woman. What's the meaning of allowed? If you do it, what? There's no reward. But if you don't do it, there's no sin. If you do it, there's no reward. If you don't do it, there's no sin on you. Allow means, Allow means the one who does it and the one who does not do it, they're the same. So, like we tell many of the brothers, it's not recommended to marry a Christian woman or Jewish woman. It's Allah. But it's awla. awla. anta tazawwa an ya al muslimu bi muslima But it's better. Better. No argumentation. For the Muslim man to marry the Muslim woman. And we're not saying Khadijah is better than Miss Johnson. And Amatullah is better than Miss Susie. And Sophia is better than Mary. We're not saying that. لَكَنَّ قُولْ أَنَّ الْإِسْلَامُ أَفْضَلُ مِنَ الْكُفَرُ But we're saying Islam is better than this belief. We're saying Islam is better than this belief. هَذِهِ الْمُسْلِيمَ عُمُومًا خَيْرٌ مِنْ هَذِهِ الْكَافِرَةِ عُمُومًا This Muslim woman generally is better than this disbelieving woman, generally. But there could be some qualifications that the non-Muslim has better than a Muslim woman it could be like that. Maybe she can shoot hoops better. Alhamdulillah. She's faster in the track. Musabaka. Maybe she graduated from a college. Alhamdulillah. But her asal is adana. Her origin is less. Her belief is not there. So this blows my mind, ya ikhwan. No matter how beautiful the woman is, no matter how this and how that, the Muslim woman is far, far greater than a non Muslim woman, although it's salaw. But from the millions and millions of believing women who read the Quran and pray and follow the Sunnah and they cover that alone, who doesn't want a Muslim woman? Nobody can see her. She comes home And it's all for you She takes her kimar off Her mashallah hair is flowing this way Or flowing that way No one else can see that mashallah. Her body No one can see that Except you That's like jewelry You guys have jewelry You know jewelry If you don't have jewelry You know jewelry Where do we put our jewelry at? We put it somewhere safe So no one can see it Something that's valuable You put it up that's the Muslim woman. She's not displaying her body. She's not displaying her beauty. No! So who's not going to want a, a Muslim woman? She believes in Allah. She can remind you of Allah. Remind you of the Jannah. Remind you of the Hellfire. Remind you of the Qur'an and Sunnah. So why would you choose other than that? But it is Allah. But it's better. And there's no doubt about that, ya Ikhwan. That is better. If someone says, I hear you ya Akhi. A man comes and says, I heard everything you said. Shukran. May Allah bless you. But I don't want to marry a Muslim woman. For whatever reason. I want to marry a Christian woman. What would you say? It's allowed. You say, I gave you my advice. Nobody's advice is obligatory. Nobody's advice is obligatory. You say from the millions of Muslim women. You want to marry non-Muslim women? He says yes. I don't want someone that's covered. I don't He says, I don't want someone who prays. I don't want someone who reads the Quran. I don't want someone that reminds me of Allah. You say, then what do you want? What do you want? But everybody's different, yeah. Everybody's different. Usually that's from ignorance. That's from ignorance. The one that has his mind, is never gonna choose the thing that's less. You go car shopping, this car is better than that car, and they're the same price. The one that has his mind is not gonna say, hey, give me the broken down one. He's not gonna say that. You go to the Dicks. we're gonna do this one day inshallah, in the summer, we want all the, the boys to get a bike. And we're trying to see if we're going to do with the sisters also. Everyone's going to get a bike. We're going to go bike riding. One of these days Inshallah, ta'ala. طيب. So we're looking for a bike. Dick's. So we're going to get bikes Inshallah, We go to Walmart. We go to the bike shop. We go to Dick's Sporting Goods. And we're looking for bikes Now these two bikes are the same price 2 dollars dollars This one is busted This one is broken down This one is ran down This one is mashallah No one is going to choose the ran down bike Hey let me get that broken one Yeah, I'm ready I want the one with a flat tire Nobody's going to choose that Nobody So why do that when you're choosing Between a Muslim woman and a non-Muslim woman But it is allowed. Let's return back to the class, yeah, So, لماذا لم يحمل الله تعالى الكتب المس- السابقة? Why did not Allah protect those earlier books? Why? <laughs> Allah أعلم. هذا من حكمة الله. It's from the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وتعلمنا أن الله تعالى يَصِفُوا الْقُرْآنَ بِعِدَّةٍ أَوْصَافٍ We also learned so far that Allah describes the Qur'an with many praiseworthy descriptions. Many descriptions. وَلَعَلَّنَا تَوَقَفْنَا هَهُنَا And perhaps this is where we stopped that. وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ وَرَبِّ الْعَلَمِينَ قَالَ الْإِمَامَ الْعُثَيْمِينَ رَهِمَّهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ The great imami continues. قَالَ قَالَ اللَّهُ تعالى He says, and Allah Ta'ala says كِتَابٌ أَنزَلْنَاهُ إِلَيْكَ أُولُو الْأَلْبَابِ Al-Ayah, Surah Allah Ta'ala, He says A book أَنزَلْنَاهُ إِلَيْكَ يَا مُحَمَّدْ That we, meaning Allah Have sent down to your Muhammad مُبَارَك A blessed book a blessed book. In order for the people to ponder and reflect over its meanings, over its ayat. And for those that have comprehension and insight and knowledge, to ponder and to reflect. We benefit from this verse, yeah, Ikhwan. al Benefit number one. Write this down. Benefit number one. أن من صفات القرآن أنه مبارك Benefit number one From the blessings of the Qur'an uh, From the descriptions of the Qur'an Is that the Qur'an is blessed From the descriptions of the Qur'an Is that it is blessed From the descriptions of the Qur'an Is that it is Mubarak. It is blessed. al Faida tu-thaniya. Benefit number two. Min hikmatillahi ta'ala bi al-qur'ani ala al-nas an yatadabbaru ayat min hikmatillah ta'ala from the wisdom of Allah having sent down the Quran upon mankind min hikmatillah ta'ala bi an anzalal qur'ana أن الناس ليتدبروا آياته is for them to ponder over its meanings. First benefit from the descriptions of the Qur'an is that it is blessed. First benefit from the descriptions of the Qur'an is that the Qur'an is blessed. Benefit number two. من حكمة الله بِأَنْ أَنْزَلَ الْقُرْآنَ عَلَى النَّاسِ لِيَتَدَبَّرُوا From the wisdom of Allah sending down the Qur'an upon mankind is for them to ponder the ayah ponder the meanings of the ayah Some of the people believe some people believe all we have to do is read the Qur'an only and that's incorrect. We have to ponder and reflect over the meanings of the Qur'an. Reading Qur'an without pondering over what you're reading. Either it has no benefit at all Or the benefit is real small Either it has no benefit at all Or the benefit is real small As Allah Ta'ala says So that they can ponder and reflect over the ayat Benefit number three Benefit number three أهمية تعليم اللغة العربية Benefit number three The importance of learning and studying Arabic The importance of learning and studying Arabic لماذا نقول هذا؟ Why do we say that لا يتدبر العبد معاني الآيات why do we say that? Because the servant is never going to ponder over the meanings of the Quran. Never. Unless he studies something from the Arabic language. If all we do is read the English, 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 or if I speak Somalia or Espania or Spanish or any language other than the Arabic and I'm reading the Quran in that language. But I don't look at the meaning of what Allah is saying. And I only can do that in Arabic. To get the full meaning. No matter how good the translator is. He's only going to give you a portion of it. مثلا, we say for example. We translate. All praise belong to Allah. The Lord of all the worlds. What does it mean all the worlds? In English, you're still... About to ask, ya akhi, ma' maana all the worlds? What does it mean all the worlds? No matter what the person gives you, it's only going to be a portion. He says everything that exists besides Allah, in English. You still have to look at what does it mean in Arabic. So without Arabic, your knowledge is always going to be naqas, deficient. Fil-Qur'an, walau hafizt al Biduni an na'a an-na'lama, mada yaquod Ta'ala? إِمَّا الْفَيْدَةَ عَدَمًا أو أو إِمَّا faida قَلِيلَةٌ Even if we memorize the Quran or memorize the Surah but I don't know what I'm saying I know how to say it My tajweed is mashallah Not mine, the person He says my, my tajweed is okay My voice is good I know how to recite But I don't know what I'm saying Either there's no benefit at all Or it's a little benefit. When you read the Quran, even if you don't know what you're saying, you get a reward. You get a reward. Every letter, you get a reward. ألف آلف أجر 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 the Prophet said, I'm not saying Alif Lam meme is a reward. No. Alif is a reward. Lam is a reward. Mim is a reward. Every letter you recite, you get a reward. It's not a condition you have to know what it means. You recite Quran. Al ila Surah. You count every kalima. That was a good deed you just did. Well, Alif, Lam, Sa, Ain, Ra. Five letters. Five good deeds. Inna. Alif, nu, nu, three more, eight good deeds. Every letter, you get a good deed. There's not a condition I have to know what I'm saying. No, but that reward is little. The greatest reward is for you to The greatest reward is for you to act upon the commandments Allah is commanding you to do. And for you to stay away from, what Allah is telling you to stay away from? How can I do that if I don't know what Allah is saying? The sister recites Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Raheem Maliki But she doesn't know what she's saying. She gets a reward? Yes. But is that the maximum reward? No. The reward of the Qur'an is so you can do the action. We can ponder and then implement. That's why Allah says, to contemplate and ponder. How can I do what Allah is saying if I don't know? How can I do? That's why you see some of the great Imams when they recite, they cry. I've never cried reciting Al Fatiha. Atamanna min Allah ta'ala and abki bi Surat Al Fatiha. I hope one day, I hope Allah allows me to cry while I'm reciting Al Fatiha. I hope. لماذا هذا القاري يبكي وهو يقرأ سورة الفاتحة why is this blessed imam crying when he's reading al Fatiha؟ because he knows the meaning of the surah he's not just reciting like many of us no his heart is there his focus and concentration is there لا he's not worrying about the people طيب هو يقوم أمام الله ويركز على هذا الموقع He's standing right before Allah And this is his focus He's not worrying about the people He's not like many of us I get my famous joke It's not a joke but you're gonna laugh yeah, Ikhwan When the brothers recite in Quran MashaAllah Ta'ala Oh, some of you laughing already With the brothers Alhamdulillah he's reciting his regular house voice All alone voice Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawm And then one of the sisters come in. Salaam Alaikum Rahmatullahi Barakatuh And then the brother Grab this mist wet Put on some oils. Now, he's Sudeis. Alif Lam All the tajweed, MashaAllah ta'ala. Now for Allah's sake, for the girl. This happens here, Ikhwan. That's why the women, and they get offended when we say, but they can be a fitna. We won't translate fitna yakhwa, out of fear that the, the women might jump on us insha'Allah. But the women are a fitna sometimes. I'm not making that up. That's the words of the Messenger. And they can be a distraction. They can be a fitna even on the one leading the salah like that poor Imam did that day. When the woman came in and he changed his whole recitation because of the women. If he did it for Allah's sake, he's rewarded. But if he did it for the fact of the women there, then he's not rewarded for Allah Ta'ala A'la yeah. So Let's continue, ya yeah, ikhwan. What was benefit number three? Importance of learning and studying Arabic. لِأَنَّ الْعَبْدَ because the servant is never going to truly ponder and reflect Without studying something from the Arabic language And Allah he says And Allah says and this is a book that we have sent down upon you uh that we have sent down or we have sent it down Mubarak this is a blessed book that we have sent down fattabi'uhu so follow it la'allakum turhamun so that perchance you will be shown mercy too al An'am نَذْكُرُ بَعْضُ الْفَوَائِدْ تَتَعَلَّقُ بِهَذِي الْآيَةِ Let's benefit from some benefits of this verse. Surah Al-A'am, verse 155. وَهَذَا كِتَابٌ أَنزَلْنَاهُ مُبَارَكٌ فَاتَّبِعُوهُ وَاتَّقُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ And this is the blessed book that we have sent down. So follow it and fear, meaning fear Allah, so that mercy will be shown upon you. Al-Faidatul Aula. Benefit number one. Marratan thaniyatan. أن من صفات Qur'an. أنه مبارك mubarak. Benefit number one. From the descriptions of the Qur'an, once again, that it is blessed. The Qur'an is blessed. Anzalna مبارك We have sent it down. A blessed book. <laughs> Al-Faidatul Thaniyat. Benefit number two. Amr on Allah Ta'ala. And yet, الْقُرْآنِ, Allah has commanded us to follow the Quran. Not just read it, but Follow it. Work by it. Work in accordance with it. فَتَبِيعُهُ. So follow it. Second benefit, Allah commanded us to follow the Quran. A Thalitha, benefit number three. A Rahmatu Tataallaku Bittibari Al Quran. Benefit number three. Mercy is connected to following the Quran. Mercy is connected to following the Quran. Bittibari Al Quran. Mercy is connected to following the Qur'an Allah says Follow it And fear meaning him So that mercy will be shown upon you We want mercy from Allah It's upon us to follow the Qur'an And al Quran And Next point, from the descriptions of the Qur'an is that it is noble, so we have a few, it is blessed. Also, the Qur'an is blessed, the Qur'an is noble. Next benefit, from the descriptions of the Qur'an is that it is noble. Taala fi Surat al waqiah As Allah says in Surah Al-Waqi'ah, إِنَّهُ لَقُرْآنٌ كَرِيمٌ Verily, it is surely a noble Quran. Innuhu la Quranun kareem. Verily, the Quran is noble. All of these ayats show what? Who's paying attention? What's the point of the Shaykh? All these ayats show what? That the Quran has noble descriptions. The Quran has noble, praiseworthy descriptions. Wa min sifati al Quran, yahdi. Next point from the descriptions of the Quran is that it guides. The Quran can guide. From the descriptions of the Quran is that the Quran guides. يَقُولُ فِي سورة الإِسْرَاءِ, as Allah says, as it comes in Surah Al-Isra, إنَّ هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ يَهْدِي لِلَّتِيهِ أَقْوَمَ, the Allah says, verily, this Qur'an, it guides, it instructs, it guides To that which is the most correct, the most suitable, the most appropriate no. <clears throat> The great Imam Al-Utameen, he comments, he says هَذِهِ اَيْضَى آيَاتٌ تَدُولُ to the الْقُرْآنِ He says also, these are verses Surah Al-Saw, Surah Al-An'am, Surah Al-Isra' These are other verses that point to the greatness of the Qur'an. فِي قَوْلِهِ تَعَالَ كِتَابٌ أَنزَلْنَاهُ إِلَيْكَ مُبَارِكٌ As Allah says, a book that we, meaning Allah, have sent it down upon you, O oh Muhammad, a blessed book. he says, meaning, the Quran itself is blessed. Mubarakun the, fi the traces of the Quran are blessed. Wa Mubarakun fi ta'thirihi, and the result of the Quran is blessed. Wa ajruhu wa Mubarak, And the reward of the Qur'an is blessed. كل القرآن مبارك Everything connected to the Qur'an is blessed. All of it. So why would the man choose a woman who doesn't believe in the Qur'an? As a wife. As a mother of his children. Nobody's going to do that. Except a few people. From the millions of... From the Muslims that I've ever met in my life. (inaudible) من المسلمين الذين قابلتهم from all the Muslims I was allowed to meet in my life as a Muslim, although it's allowed to marry a non Muslim, a Jew or a Christian woman, I've only met four brothers yet that was ever married to a Christian woman. Any similarities between them? It's a good question. They were all African American, they were all living in America. They were all black. They were all older. No, one of their brothers was a little young. So that's not similar. They were only four. We're not saying it's haram. I don't want no one to misunderstand. Kunna wa kunna We said and we said and we're going to say, It's allowed. It's allowed. Allah said it's allowed. But is it recommended? No yeah. Go on. Allah means so, uh, The one who does it And the one who doesn't do it Their reward is the same You don't get a reward for doing that You don't get a reward But you marry a Muslim woman MashaAllah You just completed half your deen But a Muslim woman Allah al And wow, why would a person well, Just imagine You're going to the masjid You got to drop her off at the church you're going to Jumu'ah prayer. She's going to Sunday prayer. Bible. You're memorizing Quran and Sunnah. She's memorizing her holy book. Oh, مشكلة. Now, just imagine. Allah bless you both with children. You're going to have some difficulty. أَنُرِيدُهُ أَنْ يَسْمِهِ The man says, I want him to have a Muslim name, Muhammad, Abdullah, Abdul Rahman, Ahmed, Mahmoud. She says, no, no, I want him to have another name. The man, أَنُرِيدُ رَبِّهِ عَلَى الْإِسْلَامِ Al لِلْكِتَابَ الْسُنَّةِ لا 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 أنا لا أَنَ The man says I want him to be a righteous boy I want to raise him upon Quran and Sunnah She says no, 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 no I want him to be upon what I'm upon Just imagine a little boy Perhaps the boy is confused In his early stages of his life He worships Allah Following his father and then he worships Isa, when i would out following his mother. He doesn't know what's the truth. He doesn't know. You say, who's your Lord? He said, my father told me Allah, but my mother told me Isa. What's your religion? My father told me Islam, my mother told me Christianity. Who's your prophet? My father said Muhammad, my mother said Isa. He's, he's confused all around. He's confused, just imagine. He wants to pray Salah. And then he goes to the church, oh Jesus. And then he comes to the masjid, Allahu Akbar. And then he goes to the church, Jesus Akbar. And then he goes, he's confused. Just imagine. And whose fault is that? The man's fault. The most important thing when you want to get married, after making dua to Allah, is choosing or having a good Selection when you choose For the women and for the men After making dua Oh Allah, oh Allah, oh Allah Now you choose What are you choosing for? I want the pretty girl, Yeah, mashallah That's all that's important to you? Yes, mashallah What about you? Oh, I want the money I want the girl with the wealth Mashallah What about you? What's important to you? Lineage Her father's a sheikh. His father's a sheikh. Her mother's a sheikh. Her mother was a sheikh. Alhamdulillah what about you, Akhi? Religion. He's the one Allah, the Messenger of Allah said, Father Farbi Dati Deen, Taribat, choose the one that is of the religion, and you will be successful. No matter how pretty, no matter how much money, no matter how her lineage is, her religion is better. Her righteousness is better. Her holding on to the Quran and the Sunnah. This is the best thing that we should choose, Yaqwan. We should teach our daughters. And we should teach our children, our brothers, our sons. When you get married, be impressed by the girl's religion. More than her beauty. More than her wealth. More than her lineage. Her religion. That's what's going to help you inshallah, ta'ala. Her deen. Likewise the man. Ta'ayat. Let's continue Qala amma He says, "As for the reward of the Qur'an. الْقُرْآنَ فَلَهُ بِكُلِّ حَرْفٍ عَشْرَ حَسَنَةَ. He says, with every, when the person reads the Quran, with every letter, he gets ten rewards. Faith that we give you a benefit ya yeah, The word عَشْرَ Hasanat here, ten rewards, is as least ten rewards. It's up to Allah Taala's mercy. Allah can give us many rewards He wishes. 10 rewards at least As the Messenger of Allah mentions But if Allah wanted to give you 100 reward for every letter 500 reward for every letter It's up to Allah Ta'ala His mercy At least 10 reward As the Messenger of Allah mentions Is it possible for you like, to read the Quran and get no it? Is it possible to read the Quran and get no reward while you're reading it? It is possible If the person doesn't believe in what he's reading Say he's just reading it But he's not a believer for example some, Muslim, some non-Muslims may read the Quran And they're reading it But perhaps they don't believe in it It doesn't appear they get a reward It doesn't appear that they will get the reward Is it allowed for the woman or her menses to read the Quran? This question for our beloved daughters She's on her menses. Is it allowed for the woman or her menses to read the Quran? Is that allowed? Let's see who's the, uh, the Khadijah or the Aisha from our beloved daughters tonight. She's on her menses. Can she hold the Quran? She's on her menses. Can she read the Quran? Who can answer? From our daughters. The sisters travel tonight, yeah? they're not as Answering as they usually are. They probably was at the Somalia mall late tonight. Alhamdulillah, buying things for the eat. The eat is coming. That's probably why the women have been distracted last couple of classes. Because they eat. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Anyone, nobody can answer from our daughters. Father, Shaykh Myra. They can only go from their memory. Some scholars say that. She can't touch the Quran. Some scholars say, Aleyha and tadaa. Some scholars say she can touch it but she has to have a barrier something between her and the Quran. That's another position. The third opinion The third opinion is the strongest It's allowed. First opinion she can't touch the Quran. Second opinion she can touch it but she has to have a barrier. She has to have something between her and the Quran Third opinion She doesn't have to have a barrier She can touch it And this is the strongest opinion What's the delay? What's the proofs? Number one <laughs> uh, Wasn't fully compiled A barrier no Quran it That's another good point But I don't think they're talking about only in that time Now they're talking about today we have it compiled is it allowed? Three opinions. First, it's not allowed. Second, she can touch it, but she needs a barrier. Third, it's allowed. Our Sheikh asked the most important question. What's the proofs of the scholars? طيب Those that say she can't touch it, they use... Uh, number one, they say لِأَنَّهَا فِي حيضها هي uh, فِي, أو في نجاسة. They say because she's on her menses, she's in a state of impurity. That's a strong point. Those that say she has to have a barrier because also she's in a state of impurity. Those that say it's allowed for her to touch it, they say لا يجوز منع من الكتاب والسنة. Those that say she can touch it, they say there's nothing to say is haram, not from the Quran, not from the Sunnah. Someone's gonna say, what about the ayah in Surah al Waqi'a, where Allah Ta'ala says لا يمصه إلا المطهرون, and no one touches it except those who are pure. The first scholars say that proof that verse as a proof too. No one touches it except for those who are pure. طيب When you go to the meaning of the ayah, none touch it. What's the it? When you look at it on the surface, you think the it is talking about the Quran. When you look at the scholars of tafsir, they don't say this it is the Quran. They say, this who is the Lord. المحفوظ, the prescribed tablet above the heavens, that's in the Jannah. No one touches it. The, متاهرون, the intent here is those who are pure, not anyone. When you go to the tafsir Abu Aliyah, mentioned Ibn Kathir, he says, And none touch it, the it is not the Qur'an, it's the lawah al-mahfuz, the prescribed tablet. And none touch it except those who are pure, it's not general. It's talking about the angels. None touch the law al mahfu'l except the angels. So, with that tafsir, there's nothing to say that is haram. So, the strongest opinion is it remains upon the origin. The woman or her menses, her menses, إخوان, you young brothers, close your ears. Uh, little Sheikh. طيب, her menses, her menses is not in her hand. Number one So if she's in a state of najasa Yes Because the blood flows from her body So putting a cover over you Is not going to take her from That state Number one Those that say uh, you can't touch it That makes sense Alhamdulillah But Islam is not built upon sins If it's something religious You have to have some Quran and Sunnah Outside of this verse There's nothing to say The messenger of Allah used to lay on his wife's lap while she was on her menses Aisha was on her menses And the Prophet would lay on her lap If it was you can't touch her Or she can't touch something that's pure or likes, Or can't something touch her Then how could the Prophet lay upon her Yes the Prophet is not the Qur'an However Outside of this verse You would need something stronger to say That this is haram Or this is not allowed Allah Ta'ala Adam. So there are three opinions First opinion is not allowed why she's on her menses second opinion it is allowed but she has to have a barrier some scholars say that and the third opinion it is allowed as there's nothing to say it's haram like pitting the Quran on the floor culturally that's disrespectful culturally yes religiously you didn't do nothing wrong just because the earth is low doesn't mean it's a lowly place in the sight of Allah if that's the, pl- the case, how could the Muslim prostrate on the ground? You need proof to show something is disrespectful, something is haram, something is hated. Is it true, like you can't read Quran if you don't have wudu? Good question. Is it allowed to read Quran with no wudu? Same example. <speaking in Hebrew> it's better before you read Quran, go make wudu. It's better, while you read the Qur'an, face the Qibla. It's better, while you read the Qur'an, go to a place that's calm and of sakina. And there's no fawdah, there's no chaos and the lights where you can focus. Yes, but those things are not obligatory. You can read Qur'an, even if you need wudu. The man, gharata, when i billah, he passed when and he doesn't go make wudu. And then he reads the Quran. It's better for him to go make wudu first, but that's not obligatory. A man or a woman. So it's not obligatory. Like making dua and you're not facing the Qibla. Sometimes the imam is on the, on the mimba and he says, Allahumma atina fid dunya hasana wa fi akhirati hasana wa He said, Oh Allah, we ask that you give us the good in this life and the good in the hereafter and you protect us from the hellfire. He's not facing the Qibla. His back is to the Qibla. So no one can say it's obligatory to face the Qibla. No, it's better that you turn around and face the Qibla. This is better, but it's not obligatory. It's not obligatory. Like going into the hammam. This is going to blow your mind, yekwan. Mentioning Allah's name in the hammam. That's not haram. If you say it's haram, what's the proofs? Wait, so uh, does the hamami restroom? The restroom. Is it haram? It's hated to talk in general. The sisters in the matter from making wudu? Hey girl, mashallah, how's everything? Did you make some TikTok pictures today? I sure did, girl. Wait till you see mine. I took a <laughs> <laughs> they brothers, we do the same. Yeah. Wow. Hey, yaki, yeah, he, mashallah, you saw the game last night. Oh, Did I see it? I videoed the whole game on my Instagram page. Mashallah. If you missed the game, go check me out. <laughs> Why he's making wudu? All that's hated. Number one, all the water he's wasting. Number two, it's not recommended to talk while using the hamam. It's not recommended to say anything. You don't go into the hamam to make al-mukalama, to discuss, hey how you doing Yaqi? how's everything? No, is not the place for that. You go there, handle your business, you make your wudu, and we leave. And then we talk later. How's everything, mashaAllah, how's the family? How's this and how that? No problem. But it's hated to talk at all, with no necessity. And it's hated to mention Allah's name. It's not haram, it's not haram. There's a hadith, hadith Anas. Can the Alayhi salatu Yanziu Qabla an Anas ibn Malik mentions the Prophet had a ring and his ring said Muhammad Rasulullah Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah He would take his ring off before he went to relieve himself But some scholars say this is haram, this shows is haram to mention Allah's name No, we learned a principle the other day to say something is haram needs what? You need proof. You need a, com- a prohibition from Allah. You need a prohibition from Allah. So the Prophet taking his ring off would make it a haram or make it hate it. Not haram. Or some people say not hate it but it's better not to do that. But from the action of the Messenger of Allah, he would take his ring off, showing the dislike of taking something with Allah's name or a shirt or a finalia, or a paraphernalia or a jewelry or likes with Allah's name on it. This is better not to do. Technically Ekwan is nothing in the religion. It could be disliked culturally, for example. Religiously, if you say the floor is a lowly place, how did the Prophet sleep on the floor? If you say the the floor is a lowly place, the the Muslim is in the closest place when he's remembering when he's uh, remembering Allah in what position in the prayer? In the sajda. You make sajda on the ground. So, yes, we're not saying put the Quran on the ground. You show honor to the Quran. It should be on the highest place. However, to put it on the ground, you can't say religiously you're doing something hated. You can't say that. Where's the prohibition? No. I read a hadith somewhere where two Jews called the Prophet. They did something haram, and the Prophet said it's in your book. No. And then he commanded them to bring the Torah. The Torah? No. no on a pillow and when they the Torah he got off the pillow and he put the, the on. on. the pillow? He sat on the ground. Not that bad. To show honor, to show honor. Could you derive from that, that the opposite is showing dishonor? Allah, Allah You can, to show honor to something, to lift it up. You go in someone's home, the Quran is usually going to be elevated. Every Muslim, usually, the Quran is going to be up. That doesn't mean now if you put the Quran low, you're dishonoring it. It doesn't mean that. Two different positions. If pitting something on the ground was dishonor, how could we sit on the ground? If it'll be on if it's dishonor, it's dishonor. Then we wouldn't pray on the ground. We wouldn't posture on if it's dishonorable, then how could we posture it on the ground? So to say to something is dishonorable, you need proofs to do that. Some people say to put your feet in front of the qibla is disrespectful to the Qibla, it's dishonor to the Qibla, Is hated to sit like that where well, you need some proof religiously. Culturally, that's fine. It is dishonorable in some cultures to pitch your feet towards somebody, yes. In, some, in America, it's disrespect not to look at someone in their face when they're talking, a man or a woman. In America, you go to a job interview and you don't look at them, they're going to say he was disrespectful. One of my first jobs I didn't get. I'm trying to be Muslim, trying my best. The lady is there. Hey, how are you doing, Naeem Harris? How's everything? I'm trying my best not to look at this lady. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm making all the thicket under my breath. I'm looking everywhere else. I'm trying, she has on what she has on. Mashallah, has on her perfume. Smelling like the woman should not smell outside the house. I'm trying my best not to look at her. Hey, you have a problem? Why can't you look at me? Why are you not look at me? I'm Muslim. I'm trying my best to honor you. What do you mean? You honor me by looking at me. Not in my religion. My religion is the opposite. I didn't get no phone call back. They didn't <laughs> I knew I wasn't getting that job yet. So the lady said, you have to wear that dress. I said, no, unless you don't have a dress requirement. This is how I prefer to dress. Do you have a dress requirement? She says, no. I said, well, this is how I'm gonna come inshallah. I may take my scarf off, maybe, but I'm gonna wear my coat. They didn't call me back for that job. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, you put our trust in Allah Ta'ala, Yehua. So, was it before or after 9 Was it before 9 11? Every interview I went on in America, I had a phone. Alhamdulillah. And some of them you got a call back, and most of them you didn't. Alhamdulillah. You say Alhamdulillah, Yehua. Your provision is with Allah Ta'ala. Tell them. Can you re re-Quran in the bathroom? It's allowed. You can't say it's haram, but it's not honorable. Because the, the bathroom is a lonely, despicable place. That's where you go to make the khara. You go to get the waste out of you, for example. It's not allowed, uh, it's better not to talk at all. So this would include reading, salams. There's a hadith, كان شخص يمر بالنبي ونبي يبوله what hadith the Imam and This hadith is collected by Imam Nasee and the Imam Tirmidhi. Someone passed by the Messenger of Allah. What the Prophet was urinating. When al-Akh, you salam Nabi, the man says Salamu alaykum ya Rasul Allah wa Sakat al-Nabi, and the Prophet was quiet. Akh, the man kept going. Thum anta Nabi, the Prophet finished. wa tuwda and made wudu, wa jara ila al-Akh. And he caught up to the man and he said, He said, Verily I hate. He didn't say haram. He said, Verily I hate. I despise. To remember Allah, to mention Allah, while I am not in a state of purification. So this shows that it's hated. One of our sisters have her hand up. May Allah bless you. Now, fatherly, um, Is it a bid'ah to do what? To kiss the Quran, it drops on the floor and you kiss it. Tayy al-Qubla 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 al-Qur'an Some scholars do say To take the Quran and kiss it Like that Does not have an origin So if you're doing it religiously Then this is something that many scholars say It is an innovation If you're doing it religiously Just say for example The person He's not doing it religiously His intent is not to do it Seeking pleasure with Allah He just does it then that wouldn't be an innovation. But if he's doing it, thinking he's seeking closeness and nearness to Allah Taala, then this is something he shouldn't do. It's something that he shouldn't do. No. Even something like that, that has no asl. There's some, There's nothing that you get a new home or you get a new car. Come on, let's go to my car, ya Juan, and let's recite and in my new car. Just because it's new No, you recite Quran in your car Because the Quran is the book of Allah Not because it's a new car Not because it's a new house You recite the Quran in your house Not because it's a new house What about the old houses? You don't do that? If I get an old house, mashallah The walls are mashallah The ceiling, I only got like six months left in that house The door is about to fall off So I don't need to recite Quran in this house It's not a new house No, not like that in There are a lot of things that we do culturally Some of them are allowed But most of them are not allowed most of them are innovations. Reading Quran because you got a new house, you can't say it's haram. There's no origin to that. Reading the Quran, we would say we hope that there's no sin on that person. That that it has no origin. Definitely, they didn't do that. They didn't just go read Quran on the new houses or the likes. It is a sunnah to read hadith al-hadith that there's no People who come together and one of the houses of the house of Allah, and they read the Quran amongst themselves to the end of the Hadith. Hadith Abi huraira, but to read the Quran because you have a new house and this is your reason. There has no foundation, no origin there. al Hadith. The believer is never najis. Hadith Hadith ibn Umar. That the believer yunjas or la yunjas, The believer is never impure Meaning he's a man It doesn't mean the believer cannot be in a state of impurity Because that's the case, how could the Muslim woman or her menses be impure? It means that his belief Since he has his belief He's never going to be impure as far as his belief Not his state The Muslim woman Also the Muslim man When he has relations with his wives Now he's not in the state of Tahara He's Junub He's in a state of impurity. So it doesn't mean that you're never going to be impure. But the belief of the Muslim is always going to be pure. Anyone else? Someone else had their, their hand in the back? Hold on.
1: So,
0: so let's say, you know how uh, America is in it? If, you're, um, so, so if you were to die like, in that. Mm. Dying, that. <laughs> There's a hadith that the Messenger of Allah mentioned. The meaning of the hadith. When the abduh is the when the man lies uh, when he steals and he commits illegal relations that his iman comes out of him and is, it hovers above him until he stops the action then he returns back the question is if he dies in that state does he die as a Muslim it appears that he doesn't his iman hovers above him if he dies in that state May Allah <laughs> make it easy. Allahu <laughs> Alaihi <laughs> Wasallam. <laughs> Good question, Yaqub. Many others? Ta-da. Good question. <laughs> la ilaha illallah as hadu la ilaha illallah as hadu anna muhammad al rasulullah as hadu anna muhammad al rasulullah hay yara al salah hay yara al salah حي على الفلاح على الفلاح الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله.